Hi guys, I'm Lauren. And I'm Emma. And welcome back to the Chalk and Cheese Sisters podcast. Where we talk about this, that, the other and everything in between. So Lauren, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I had a really busy week. Without being really dramatic, since we last did the podcast, I haven't sat still. Really? I've been so busy, yeah. Um, currently planning a really exciting project and I've had a range of shoots this week as well. So it's been an exciting one, but just, um, yeah, really, really busy and another busy week ahead. So it's quite nice to have the podcast (laughs) to look forward to at the end of the week. Um, So for you guys that don't know, it's currently a Friday night. We tend to do them Friday night or sometimes Saturday morning, depending on what works schedule-wise. So it's a nice end to the week, I feel like. Mm. Um, So yeah, what about you? How's your week been? I've been very busy. Um, Went back to school this week. Mm -hmm. It was very... um, how can I say? Very um, jam-packed. Jam-packed, yeah. yeah. I feel like because we've been in lockdown on and off for a year, now that life is getting back to normal, it feels more busy. Like, than it ex- ever did before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure I've been this busy before and I've coped okay. But because I've been less busy, especially in like January and February, yeah. now it's hit. It's like hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm. I'm like, I don't have a second to breathe. I mean, you, you'll settle into it quick enough. Yeah. And one thing about school that I'm really worried about is I shouldn't really be worried about it now, but mm-hmm. in two months' time, the end of the year, I have year 10 mocks, mm-hmm. which aren't fun, <laughs> because if lockdown strikes again, that's what they'll predict my grade off. Well, we just have to be super positive that lockdown <laughs> is not happening again. Yeah, it's over. Um, and that school is going to continue for the rest of the year, all of next year, and you'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> those of you who tuned in last week you'll know that we did an episode on education which was a good episode but it was quite serious wasn't it Mm. we had a debate and we talked about topics that we were passionate about yeah and we felt for this week we wanted it to be more uplifting a bit more fun and so we've had a chat decided on a few things that we want to do we've decided to start the podcast talking about our fears um obviously we heard briefly about emma's on the first podcast where we spoke about my fear of death the fear of death my crippling fear of death (laughs) um but we have a few more that we want to touch upon and we'll also just talk about fears in general yeah um and then we're gonna do a little bit of a game so we're gonna react to some interesting slash mind-blowing facts that we haven't told each other no so i've picked three emma's picked three Mm -hmm. and we're gonna tell each other and react um and then we're gonna play would you rather which we <laughs> we tried to do a bit yesterday, didn't we? While we were yeah. picking our questions, and there were some really ridiculous ones. And um, some gross ones. <laughs> yeah, so we picked a balance between a few serious ones, a few funny ones, um, that we think we're going to have quite different opinions on. Yeah. So we may be fighting by the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the last episode. <laughs> Although we said this podcast is going to be more lighthearted, my first fear is quite dramatic. <laughs> And it's actually quite, um, I find anyway, quite a serious fear. It's not a bug or anything like that. Um, I have a bit of a fear of water, um, which sounds ridiculous, but let me explain. Just can't get in the shower anymore. No, I can get in the shower. It's more natural water. So rivers, lakes, the sea. Specifically tsunamis. Specifically tsunamis, yeah, I should say that. My fear is not water. It's specifically flooding, tsunamis. And generally just drowning, like, yeah. in general. Um, and I think it all stemmed from, in, like, 2011, there was a tsunami in Japan. 
and it was devastating and we learnt about it in our geography class and I remember just watching it on the news when it was happening and I would have been like 10 maybe maybe 10 at the time and I found it really disturbing and I had constant nightmares about tsunamis and it's pretty much just stuck with me until now um I'm not too bad at the moment but there were when we used to go on holiday I would not go in the ocean (laughs) not go in the ocean also secretly freak out at being at the beach like the you know how people were like oh I love going on holiday and sleeping on the beach and hearing the waves like that would actually give me a heart attack yeah I don't like the sound of waves really no Emma my fear is water why would I like the sound of waves um the thing is is that um one of the reasons that I thought that it was one of your fears is because you weren't ever really a good swimmer until like summer 2019 and we started going swimming together because I always loved swimming yeah I was never a good swimmer because I hated swimming lessons in school Mm. I found them really uncomfortable I was a very insecure little child (laughs) um so being in a swimsuit around all my peers was not fun so I didn't really take the lessons very seriously but also the fear of water was kind of a bit of a factor as well Mm. so you're right I think the fact that I probably wasn't confident but now I am so the last um the last holiday we had I went snorkeling and when me and your boyfriend, Hayden, mm-hmm. we were in um, a water park yeah. in a wave pool and yeah. you got in and you w- went through one wave. Yeah. Can I just say, this is probably normal to other people. This is such to a To me, big this thing was life changing. Like, I got out of the sea and I was like, holy bejesus. <laughs> I just went snorkeling. And the previous year, I would like just tip my, t- like, put my toes in the sea. Lauren would never go in water unless it was like below her knees. Yeah. Or, or in like a dinghy. <laughs> yeah. And it was this same holiday that I didn't let my parents book the hotel that was on the beach because I was like, guys, I won't sleep. Yeah. Why put me on a beach like that? Exactly, yeah. Um, so that's my, probably my biggest fear. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know people who are scared of like the ocean, but more of like, open ocean and like what's inside yeah so yeah. i i have um a friend who is specifically scared of like cloudy ocean mm-hmm. where the visibility is really bad because then if you look below and you don't see anything it's like yeah. anything can come at you at any time so i think that's more of like the ocean being quite unknown yeah i also have a friend of scared of the same thing yeah like if they can't see their feet common. like what's, what's yeah. down there I which i completely understand yeah so yeah i would definitely say it's my biggest fear um definitely getting better now that i'm older however i do have nightmares about tsunamis really yeah oh the wake yeah i have like hot sweat dreams about tsunamis however like i said i've been in the ocean in the past few years yeah um i can walk you know by the river thames and i'm okay but my mind just sort of imagine imagine the worst yeah yeah for sure so I'm going to bring in a little bit of a funny one. Yeah. Because that was pretty serious. That was a bit dark. Sorry, guys. I'm, um... I have a really bad fear of geese. (laughs) (laughs) And I know this sounds so stupid, but I had a dream that a geese ate me alive. And I'm not joking. Like, physically pecked at me until I was nothing. (laughs) And it was was really scary. And then I woke up and that day I went to, um... Birders Park. And you saw the geese. <laughs> and I was, I was, I, I low-key freaked out a little bit. Wow. And it's specifically the Canadian geese. I don't know if you know what a Canadian <laughs> geese is. <laughs> no, wait. 
Wait, wait, there's a there's a reason. Okay. Canadian geese are like the grey ones with their black heads. Yep. Like the grey brown ones. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Canadian geese, it will come up. Um, and that was the one that was in my dream. Therefore, that is the geese that I'm scared of. Okay, that other, makes sense. Other ones are like, oh, okay. And it's the, it's the way they like approach you. <laughs> the way they walk towards you. Yeah. Like, they are quite intimidating, they I are. must say. And like, have you seen them flap their wings when they get angry? <laughs> Why did you make it angry? No, like I've seen videos and stuff. I think if you've got a fear of geese, you shouldn't look up videos <laughs> of them flapping around. <laughs> oh dear. Um, like white geese, mm. I think are really like elegant. They're, Until they're, they start flapping yeah, around. Yeah, literally. Like they remind me of swans, like baby small swans. Well, they're from the same family, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so anyway. Um, oh my god, the other day I found out that swans can be massive. Like, What do you mean by massive? <laughs> like 1.6 metres. In length. But not here in the UK, right? I don't know. Oh my gosh, that's And massive. in a history lesson... I think I I'm scared of ducks now. <laughs> not ducks, swans. <laughs> I learnt that um, you can't kill a swan if it's against the law. Oh yeah, I know that. Because yeah. appara- isn't it like it's the Queen's animal or something? Yeah, but it's the same like you're not, you're not allowed to kill a pigeon. No, you really? are allowed to kill a pigeon because they're pests. Are you? Yeah, they're considered as pests. Why oh. go pigeon shooting? But like out in the wild, like wild pigeons. They're not like the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just stop. Let's People at home are gonna be like, oh god. <laughs> we're we're not very clued up on the um animal system. Yeah. System. system. <laughs> anyway, I've got a crippling fear of geese, and every time yeah. I see a goose, my friends try to push me towards it, and it's not funny. Mm. It's not fun. Stay away from the geese. Literally. Talking about fears of animals and stuff, um, I'm actually fine with all kinds of animals and insects, to be honest. You know how a lot of people were scared of spiders? Or... I really like spiders. I think they're quite pretty. Yeah, like if I had a spider in my house, I'd leave it there. Or I'd pick it up and take it outside. Yeah, like... I wouldn't like squish it or anything. No, I'd leave it However, there's one insect that I cannot stand and nobody finds this relatable. Mm-mm. So if anyone out there does, please let me know because I feel very alone in this fear. <laughs> um, I'm very scared of moths. <laughs> and people say... I feel that's, wor- that's worse than my goose fear. Moths are like practically just grey butterflies. Everyone says that. They are not butterflies. They, they are... come from the same family. Well, not in my books. <laughs> they literally freak me out. Also, I don't know if anyone knows, but moths can be massive. Emma, you're not helping. Last week, can I just add, (laughs) bearing in mind my whole family knows that I can't stand moths. If there's one in the house, I will remove myself from the house. Mm -hmm. Emma went, oh, Lauren, I found this really pretty moth (laughs) video online. Do you want to see it? I said, no. She continues to show me the video, and it was as big as a hand. It was like a giant, like pink and yellow moth i think it's called a giant silk moth yeah i don't like them (laughs) okay um and i don't well actually i think i do know where it came from once my dad was decorating the bedroom Mm. and i was sleeping in the bed and i woke up while he was decorating no like but there was dust sheets everywhere which i think is why the moth was out um and i woke up and there was an insect on like my cover that was to my face like my eye and then as i focused my eyes on like what it was it was a moth and i just saw its eyeballs and i just can't i can't do it (laughs) i'm just so scared i think we have some really dumb fears to be honest i know that a moth cannot hurt me 
So my fear so is not that scared? I'm scared it's of being rational. hurt. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know what it is. Right. But it's the same people that are scared of spiders. They know the spider isn't going to like hurt them. But spiders can be venomous. In like Australia and that, can't they? I'm pretty sure there's venomous moths. Moth moth. I don't think so. Have you got any other fears, Emma? I do, but this is like a decently serious one. Mm. Um, but I have a silly one afterwards that I've literally just thought of. Okay. Um, I'm I'm just gonna say claustrophobia. Yeah, which is a big one. Which is the if you don't know, it's the fear of small spaces. Yeah. I cannot stand the thought of being in a small space. Can't mm-hmm. stand the I, like when I see pictures of people in like a really thin space and they can't move much freaks me out mm. even like crawling under something no not yep. happening um i found this out when i was um fairly young like 10 maybe and i was on a tube and this tube was very packed and i was very small i was a kid mm. surrounded by adults and i looked up and all i saw was people surround surrounding me panic mm. i just started panicking yeah and I think one of my thoughts in that moment, even though being very young, I was like, if something was to happen, how would I get out of this? How would I get out of this tube? What, yeah. what, what would I do? Yeah. And uh, that's where that came from. And ever since, like, when people say, when I, when people ask me if I have any phobias, I mainly say claustrophobia. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but like, if you're in a small space, just remove yourself. But yeah. like, sometimes you can't. Yeah. And it's part of like daily life. If you're in a packed tube or a packed bus or and you need to get somewhere, then you can't just get off the bus or get off the tube and walk. Yeah, exactly. Like, if it's really far away. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you're much better now that you're a little bit older, but I do yeah. have some memories of you sort of half freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one where, before me and my partner moved in together, he lived quite far. It was a bus journey away, but it was like an hour on the bus. Yeah. And I took Emma with me one day, and we were sitting on the top deck. And I just remember we pulled up to a bus stop, and the bus was empty upstairs. Like there was yeah. us and maybe like three other people, and there was a crowd at the bus stop waiting to get on the bus. And Emma was just like, "Lauren, like all these people are gonna get on the bus." And I was like, "Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of what a bus is for, my love." And she's like, "But but where where are they gonna go? Like there's no space for all those people." <laughs> and I was just like, "Emma, it's fine." But I could tell like when the people were boarding, it made her very uncomfortable. Mm. And that's probably one of the only times. But I do know that you've been. Sometimes I panic on, um, like, aeroplanes. Yeah. Like, I silently panic. Yeah. But I'm not scared of flying. I just don't like flying. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. It's definitely a silent panic because you don't freak out, but you go very... Quiet, pale. Quiet, pale. Yeah. Yeah, You can tell that you're not... And, like, on a train, if I'm in, like, the toilet, like, the, like, plane, aeroplane and, um, train toilets are very small. Like unnecessarily small, mm. and it's like, what if, the, like, what if the door like is jammed shut and I can't get out? I know there's an emergency button, Ooh. but yeah, like, and it freaks me out. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really common one. Yeah, my last one, um, which isn't really a phobia, but it's one of those things that just make you feel really uncomfortable, like the hairs on your back stand up, sort mm. of thing. So a lot of people's would be like chalk on a blackboard or. Like scraping nails on a brick mine wall. is um don't ask why, but mine is the like imagining the feeling of biting on cotton wool. 
weird. I understand. Yeah, but you don't bite cotton wool. I know, but if, if you feel the texture of cotton wool mm. and then imagine it on your teeth. Oh, Emma. It makes me want to grind my teeth. Yeah, it, okay. It's doing it now. It makes me want to... Yeah. Oh. Well, mine is ice, but, like, quite seriously. So, yeah. it's not just, like, when people chew ice, it makes me go funny. Mine is ice in the fridge, uh, in the freezer. And when you have to, like, clear it out. Yeah, so, like, or... when you haven't defrosted in a while and it builds up around, sometimes when I used to live with my parents and they'd be like, can you get this out the freezer? And I'd go to the freezer and I'd go to pull it out and there'd be ice around the drawer and I would actually say, I can't do it. It's <laughs> so stupid. It and, would make um, me feel sick. I used to, like, really take the mick out of Lauren for this. Mm. And I used to just sit there and eat ice cubes. She did. And I still do it now. Yeah. But just not around you because you don't live at home. Disgraceful. But, like, if we were in a restaurant and I had a Coke, and then, like, I, I, I don't know if you remember this, but you used to have a weird thing about, like, ice clinking on glasses. Just ice in general, yeah. And then I, I used to just, like, go, hey, Lauren, hey, Lauren, and then just yeah. bite onto it. <laughs> Why would you do that? I loved annoying you about your yeah. phobias, apparently. And when Emma was younger, she'd always buy, like, the slushies with the slushed ice, and she'd always get, like, normal people just drink the juice out of it and leave the ice, but not Emma. She'd oh, like... and I bite into, like, ice cream. Oh. Like, well, I choose not oh, to, I but I funny. can. Did you? <laughs> I can, like... I can do it. I can bite into like ice bowls and ice cream. I just choose not to because they're more enjoyable when you just eat them normally. <laughs> <laughs> My last fear mm. isn't really a fear. It makes me very uncomfortable and I feel like you share the same thing because we've lived with my father. Okay. Oh God, what? <laughs> you know when dad does this thing and he just pokes you and leaves it there? Oh yeah. I hate it. Grinds my gears. It's just when someone touches you but that doesn't get off, it gets so irritable yeah, we have this thing, it's hard to explain without showing you, but we have this thing where my dad will just place his finger, like, on our arm, and not poke hard, but just touch us. And we'd be and like, just don't stay touch there. us. And then, like, he'll just keep doing it. It's just, like, our thing. Yeah. And it just really But the thing us. is, is it's not, like, there's a name for the fear of being touched, and like, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah. It's not, I'm, I'm not scared of being touched, but, like, I just don't like... It sends anger through yeah. my body. It's really weird. But, like, I, I'm a really physically affectionate person. Like, I hug all of my friends and, like... Yeah. I'm a really, like, you know, thingy Same. person. And then when it comes to someone poking me and leaving yeah. it there, I can't do it. I, can't. I think the way to explain it... And our mum sent us this um, meme <laughs> the other day. And it was from Lilo yeah, and Stitch. Mum sending us a meme. Yeah, wow. I know. Mum. Um, I showed her it, though. So. But what was it? It was So, Lilo. it's Lilo and Stitch. Um... And Lilo is going, um, I'm not, um, I'm not, uh, wait. She's, she's going, poking no, Stitch. No, no, she's not. She's have, She has her finger just above his shoulder and she goes, I'm not touching you. And she, he goes, she's touching me. Oh, yeah. And then she goes, I'm not touching you. He goes, stop touching me. I'm not touching That's literally us. Um, if you don't understand what we're talking about, because I doubt you do, <laughs> Google it. Just put like Lilo and Stitch. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. And it will come up. It's like, it, it, it just... But surely you've seen Lilo and Stitch. It's a classic movie. So. I know so many people who haven't seen classics. It's a joke. We'll have to um, suggest some on the podcast. Mm. Now that you know a little bit more about me and my sister and our phobias, we're going to share some mind-blowing facts that we found. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to say really quickly, mine are very animal-themed. 
And okay. I'm not sure why. I was on a website of 100 interesting facts and I happened to choose the animal <laughs> ones. Um, also, I'm reading off a notebook, so if you can hear shuffling, apologies. Yeah. <laughs> we basically set up lo- late last night um, planning the podcast and we were researching um, mind-blowing facts and we couldn't help but tell each other some, could we? And then yeah. we, like, oh, we could have kept that for the yeah. podcast. Because I thought that Lauren would know some of them and she didn't. I like, didn't. What was one of them? Dogs can smell cancer. I did not know that. And then I, I was thought like, that, I thought that was common sense. Well, not common sense, but I thought everyone knew like that. Like a known fact, didn't yeah. know that. Okay, surprise me, Emma, what you got in store? All right, so my first one mm. is um, giant pigs can now weigh as much as a polar bear. But how big are we talking? Like have you seen pigs? like a, okay, not a giant pig, but have you seen a big pig? <laughs> um, I guess like, so. When you go to like an, uh, a London zoo, yeah, you normally have like a farm section, yeah, right, and you see pigs that are like pretty like hefty, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can weigh as much as a polar bear. Wow, they and must I, have like, a lot of fat. Yeah, because polar, polar bears, bears are, massive. are massive, but I think it's mainly fur. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> so imagine people are like, oh, pigs aren't scary. Imagine a pig charging at you, weighing as much as a polar yeah. bear. But I bet if a polar bear charged towards you, you'd be yeah, but they've got claws. Yeah, like, they're true. scary. Oh my god, that's really heavy. <laughs> I should have googled the the, the, nas- the, yeah. the average weight for a polar bear. Yeah. Right, we'll find out the weight and we'll tell you at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Stay with us. Yeah. Um, my first one is not animal related, but it's also a weight one. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, did you know that the average cloud weighs one point one million pounds? One point one million pounds of what? Well, Water. This is it, because I know this fact because I did a family quiz night, which you didn't join. Oh, I was out, all right. And it was multiple (laughs) choice, and I asked everyone, what's the average weight of a cloud? And no one picked 1.1 million. Mm. And they were all like, what? Because a cloud, well, I assume so, I've never been up there with the clouds, but you could, like, wave your hand through it. It's like... Yeah, uh, you've been on an aeroplane. can't sit on a cloud. Yeah, exactly. And it goes through. Exactly. But it's basically water because it's just water vapor, no? Yeah. But one point one million. So what? So you can't pick it up? <laughs> I'd <I'm laughs> like to see you try. I'm so confused. But then I'm like, but why doesn't it fall to the ground? Because gravity. I was. I was going to say something really dumb. Then I was going to be like. Well, because you're, like, near the Earth's atmosphere, it just, like, pulls it upwards slightly, but then that means planes would just be flying <laughs> upwards into the atmosphere. I'm pretty sure there's a very simple answer. That we're just not smart enough to think yeah, of. Yeah, we just can't think of it. Um, one of mine is... Um, I, I like sharks. Like, a lot. Mm. Um, so I know this off of just, like, the top of my head, because mm-hmm. I remember we did... We learned about sharks in, like, primary school. Um... Greenland sharks don't reach sexual maturity until they're aged 150. Oh, gosh. That's, that's <laughs> old, that is. Exactly. But how long do they live? How much time have they got? <laughs> Imagine they've got one year to just impregnate as many sharks as yeah. possible. So you don't know how long they live? No, I should have Googled it. Stay with us and we'll let you know yeah. at the end. <laughs> I didn't know sharks could even live to 150. Yeah. Wow. They can be really now, old. I'm mind blown. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I can am. see it in your eyes. I actually am. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because for us, like, y- you would say sexual maturity is 16 because that's the age of consent, right? Yeah. But you know all of it 16 before. Years. But then imagine, like, at 150, you're just like, oh, what's this new emotion I have? 
Can I want teacher shocks? How to deal with their sexual emotions? <laughs> no, you know? obviously not. <laughs> they can't go to sex ed. <laughs> I don't know. Under the sea, they might have shark school. Yeah. They you never know. Shark sex ed for 150 plus year olds. <laughs> we haven't explored that much of the ocean to actually know. That's why I believe megalodons are still about. If you don't know what a megalodon is, it's basically a great white shark, but a lot bigger. Mm. And it was like around when the dinosaurs were, and it was thought to be gone extinct mm. when the dinosaurs did, which would make sense technically. Nah, it's still out there. Exactly. It is. Because we haven't explored all of the ocean yet. No. And they, like, we know that animals are really good at adapting to their environment. So they could have just adapted to live all the way down in the depths. Yeah. And, like, adapted to, like, how cold it is. Mm. And just, like, never been found again. And that can go for any sea creature. Who was like around in the dinosaur Even a land days. creature as well. Do you think? Yeah, there's still parts of the earth that we haven't there's found. There's just a T Rex, like me. Mm. yeah, maybe not a T Rex, but yeah, I, I think there's I'd definitely to... like smaller animals mm. that were probably around then, and we just don't know it. Yeah, I'd love to in my lifetime experience a new species like that being found. Yeah, because that would be too. pretty cool. Um, my next one, just. Is, is mind-blowing i think it's something that people probably read before so you might not have you might have heard it before but i want to talk about it because i think it's like okay. whoa it's a bit wordy so listen up all right if you remove all the empty space from the atoms that make up every human on earth the entire world's population can fit inside an apple right and you're telling me people have heard that i've never heard of that in my life well Wait, the empty space in an atom. So we're made of atoms. Well, obviously. If we remove the space between those atoms, we'd all fit in an apple. Wait, all like seven, eight billion of us? Yeah. The entire world's population... Are you serious? That's insane. Like, can, if you squish us all, <laughs> get all of our atoms together and squish us, we'd be an apple. Could you like mould us into an apple? Yeah. That's weird. I don't like that. Because atoms are like... Yeah, but that's really freaked me out. Yeah, me too. I I'm read it and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm mind-blown now. Look at my eyes. We're smashing these mind-blowing facts. <laughs> I know, facts. right? That's yeah. really crazy. Mm. I th- That's, yeah, no. It's crazy. Learned about atoms today, you know, in physics. Well, next time in your science class, guys, tell your teacher. Say, hey, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> did you know? I don't have to memorise that long sentence. If you took all of the empty space in between. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Then you'd, we'd all fit into an apple. Yeah. Spot on. All right, cool. Right. My last one is yeah. about my favourite animal on Earth, which is a sloth. Oh, don't we love sloth? I think they're the cutest little things. Anyway, every single animal, every single animal has seven vertebrae in its neck. Exactly seven. That includes giraffes. That includes donkeys. That includes monkeys. Everything, right? Yeah. Except from a sloth. Why? I don't know. Stay with us and we'll let you know at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, we've got to think about all these things. No, we'll no. have to let them know at the end. Um, so, so, is its neck floppy? No, it just has a more or less amount of vertebrae. I think it was a, um, a sloth and a manatee. I don't know if you know what manatee is, but no. it's a sea creature. Oh, okay. It's kind of mm, it's kind of like a small whale. If a whale and a seal had a baby, <laughs> that's what a manatee is. Right, okay. <laughs> but I didn't want to mention the manatee because manatees are boring. That's really interesting. I don't know why 
Why they would. Why they would, yeah. Also, did you know that sloths move faster in water than they do on land? I did not, but that's weird considering it's really hard to move fast in water. And did you, you know, know like, when you go in the swimming pool and they're like, let's have a race, let's run yeah. to the end. And did you know that sloths sometimes mistake their own hands for branches? <laughs> <laughs> like they'll be climbing a tree and sometimes they'll try to climb their own arm. Oh my God. Right, Emma, this fall. isn't a sloth Sorry, section. I'm sorry. Did you know that koalas, right? Which is my favourite animal. Yeah. The food that they eat makes them high. Yeah, I know that. Oh. I'm, an, I'm a koala lover. All right. Tell me a koala fact then. I don't know any. Exactly. <laughs> um. Okay, my last one makes me feel really sick, so... Oh, buckle up. Buckle up. The biggest tapeworm found mm. inside a body was... 35 metres long. What? I thought tapeworms were like in your intestines. Intestines. Well, this one was everywhere. 35 metres long. So, wait, 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 wait. It was found inside someone, not just like chilling on the road, like inside someone. Yeah. How did they even get it out? I don't want to know. They would be like pulling on those tweezers for a long time. Oh. But yeah. how, how thick are tapeworms? I don't know. Do they get thicker, like, the bigger they are? Because if so, like, that, that person must have been, like... You must have been able to see the tapeworm through their skin. Well, they I can't, they can't so. get thicker. There's no way. No, I think it was just long. I don't know. I didn't look up what the... But like... still, that's uncomfortable. I hate them. You've made me feel sick. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Congrats. <laughs> Welcome to the segment of... Feel uh, <laughs> sick, sick, grab your water. <laughs> That's, yeah, no. Disgusting, right? How do you even get tapeworms? I actually don't know. Because it's an type of infection. Is it? I believe so. Oh. So, is, have you done all your facts? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, so that's our six mind-blowing facts of the day. Gosh, Those how mind-blown really are fun. you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling... My mind has burst at the back. I'm not like... going to sleep tonight. I'm going to be thinking about... <laughs> Sloths. <laughs> Sloths, man- man- manatees. That was, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. We should make this a regular segment. If if you want us to make this a regular segment, then you can, like, drop us a DM or an email or anything. Yeah. Or maybe or maybe we'll put a poll on Instagram and you can let us know. Yeah. See if you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Now that we're mind blown after talking about some mind blown facts... We're going to test our brains a little bit further. Our poor brains on this Friday. I know. Um, and we're going to play Would You Rather. So we um, did a lot of research yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. Googling lots of crazy Would You Rathers. And we've selected a nice range that we would like to go through. So Emma, yeah. would you like to take it away? So, would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told? Um, I would rather lose the ability to lie. Right. Just because I feel like if you believe everything you're told, that's quite mentally exhausting. Like, yeah. how do you try to figure out who's telling the truth or not when you physically can't believe someone's lying? To me, that's just really mind blowing. Just <laughs> yeah, the word of wow. the podcast. Um, I can lose the ability to lie because I don't lie very often. Mm. And if I do, it's a white lie. I feel like I, I, I'm I'm the same. I feel like I would rather lose the ability to lie. Um, 
I don't lie often, but like comes in handy. I feel yeah, I feel like lying can sometimes be quite important. Okay. For example, like think about when you have kids, like and you don't have the ability to lie. Something's not real. Gonna break yeah, the kids heart. Yeah, but it's not that you splurge the truth. You just can't lie. You can opt like keep information to yourself. Yeah, but then like, what if your kid comes up to you and says, "Is Santa real? What are you gonna say?" I won't answer. Yeah, but then how are they ever gonna find out? Just yeah. say it's up to you to believe what you wanna believe. But then you've got a sixteen-year-old thinking Santa's still real. <laughs> I'm pretty sure schools at kid would crush those dreams. Mm. Yeah, I definitely lose the ability to lie. You can get around it more. I think yeah. I mean, me too. But I I do think that lying can sometimes be important, especially in white lies. I yeah. do think they can be important. Obviously, lying to like. A, like an extent of just like trying to be rude or like mm. using it in like a, a mean way then like yeah. obviously not definitely like being a compulsive liar toxic <laughs> yeah exactly i think there's a time and a place to tell a cheeky lie yeah um okay so my first one for you then emma is would you rather be at the beginning of earth or the end of earth hmm. do you know what i know my answer immediately Mm. And my answer is I'd rather be at the start of Earth. Me too. Okay, great. Um, being at the end of Earth, depending on how it ends, just sounds very scary. Yeah. And like, what what if you're the last person alive out of your family and you watch everyone die? Very dramatic as well. Yeah. But I'm at the start sure of the world, like... just gonna blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to be there? Yeah, exactly. Unless you survive. I mean, Ooh, plot twist. <laughs> Um, no, but I'd rather be at the start because um, I played this game a lot in my in the first lockdown. It's called Ark. Mm-hmm. Um, something evolved. Okay. And it's basically you wake up on this island, and you have to like fend for yourself, and you have to learn how to craft and stuff. I've seen Hayden play this game. Have you actually? It's really weird. Like you can throw people off of the island. No, that's not no. Oh, is that a different game? I think that's Forest. In this one, the one he plays, you can like kill people and put them on the barbecue. Yeah, that's forest. That's okay. not Ark. <laughs> um, Ark is a game where you have dinosaurs. Right. And you, some dinosaurs are passive and some dinosaurs you have to avoid. And when you get like your gear up and stuff, it's quite like a future... It, it, it's as if like the dinosaurs were in the future. Like you have very like futuristic type aspects. So you have like... Um, you find artifacts and you can fight bosses and stuff. Mm. Um... So it's decently like futuristic, but set in the past kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you can um, tame dinosaurs. You can f- like obviously fight them. Yeah. You can ride certain dinosaurs. I am obsessed with the game. I adore it. I like had this one server with one of my friends, and I had like loads of dinosaurs. It was incredible. And I feel like if I was at the start of the start of the world. Like, I could do the same thing. Yeah, play the game like, in real yeah, life. Yeah, like, learn how to, like, fend for myself and then, like, tame a dinosaur. Or just, yeah. like, you know, have a triceratops or have a, um, what are they called? What are the really cool ones? I don't know much about dinosaurs. The mini T-Rexes. Raptors. Raptors. They're like, the they're ones. really fast. They're the ones in Jurassic Park world thing. Okay. Well, I agree with you. I'd rather be at the beginning. Um, It would answer a lot of questions that I have about life, which would be nice to know. And to be honest, I don't really think about the end of the world that much. I do. (laughs) Quite simple, that one for me, I think. Oh, that's all right then. Okay. This one I can relate to heavily. 
heavily. Okay. Would you rather have constantly dry eyes or a constantly runny nose? And I know my answer immediately. Well, I know my answer immediately, but then when I think about it, it changes. Right. So my instant thought is dry eyes. Mm. Because a runny nose, you can't stop. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like really, really yeah. annoying. And like it makes you feel like rubbish. Dry eyes, I just feel like you can put get some past drops it. in. However you say that, but now on the flip side, I feel like a runny nose is easier to get used to. No. Because dry <laughs> eyes, everything you do in life revolves around sight. Sight. Okay, but the thing is, is that what I'm thinking is dry eyes is typically like when you're tired, your eyes get a bit dry. You know? Yeah, and that feeling's horrible. But, like, um, sometimes I, I get days where I'm tired all day and I have dry eyes anyway and it doesn't feel that bad. But all the time. Yeah, but it, if it doesn't feel that bad for one day, you'll eventually get used to it. But having a runny nose where you're constantly like... See, I think you'd get used to a runny nose. Because no. when you have a cold, like by the end of the cold, you're just like, oh, whatever, it's just a bogey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think I think I can relate to the I I think my answer is more valid than yours. All right. No, because I get I have a decently weak immune system and I always get colds. I in winter yeah. I always have a cold and having a runny nose is the worst feeling. And in class you're like <laughs> every five seconds and I know the person next to me is thinking oh my god just shut up. <laughs> I massively disagree. Really? I think having oh, wow. dry eyes just makes you feel tired drained like you can't see properly you feel agitated with a runny nose i just feel like blow your nose it's not having a blocked nose if it was blocked nose that's a that's a different debate really yeah oh wow because blocked nose is a whole other thing yeah runny nose me so Um, yeah we we disagree on that one then yeah okay okay <laughs> this one's a bit random. I hate this one. Um, would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page, or bite your tongue every time you eat? Do you know what? The reason why we chose this is because both are painful. I don't care what anyone says. Paper cuts are painful, and I know the science behind it. Especially now during Corona, when you're antibacterial your hands. Oh yeah, every, no. like two minutes. So paper cuts are painful. Fun mm. fact, because um. Normally when you get a deep cut, it's less painful because it hits nerves. Mm-hmm. Or like, in worst case, veins. Yeah. Whereas when you get a paper cut, it's on the surface of your skin. Therefore, there's nothing to like, kind of stop the pain. Mm-hmm. So it's more painful. Yeah. They're horrific. And also they're more kind of, I want to say like, spontaneous. Like you, you don't expect them to happen. If a knife is coming towards you, you're like, oh, I'm going to get cut. Like if you're... But weirdly, like even a slight knife cut doesn't feel as bad as a paper cut. Like, there's something about paper cuts... Paper's just a different level of sharp. Yeah. <laughs> um, I should cut my vegetables with some paper. Yeah. You know you can do that. You can cut things with paper. Not I've a seen vegetable. It. Yeah. No. I've, no, Lauren. I've seen a video where they've got paper on their spinny thing, cuts wood. You have to show me that after the podcast. I will. Okay, cool. Um, but on the other hand, biting your tongue when you eat is so annoying. It ruins my whole meal. It just does. Yeah. I hate it. I would choose paper cuts because, like you say, I think I enjoy food so much in my life Yeah. that I don't want that to be taken away from me. But the thing is, is that the difference between us is you work and you do most of your work on a laptop. I'm constantly turning pages in my exercise books and I'm constantly reading. Yeah, I don't reading. touch paper anyway. I do, every day of my life. Yeah, but if I had to deal with, like, constant paper cuts or sore tongue, 
it would be constant paper cuts. Really? Yeah. Because it doesn't get in the way of your everyday life too much. I think mine would be... Do you know what? Mine would be biting your tongue. Because... When you bite your tongue, the pain goes away in like 30 seconds. No, it does not. It does. Oh my gosh. If you bite it really bad, it bruises the tongue. Have you never done that? I've never bruised my tongue. What on well, earth? then you haven't bit it hard enough. <laughs> 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 Just starts biting my own tongue. And also, I'm a student. I touch books every day. Plus, I have to sanitise into every single lesson I'm going. Mm. So imagine I turn my, pa- my paper four times in a lesson, four paper cuts, and then I have to sanitise at the beginning and the end of that lesson. Yeah, okay, alright. It would hurt. Okay. I still disagree, though. I really like this one. Yeah, I think this is my favourite. Yeah. So, would you rather be shot into space or explore the deepest depths of the ocean? I know our answer's different. Yeah, so if you guys (laughs) have listened to the whole podcast, you'll know that earlier I confessed that my biggest fear is the ocean and water and tsunamis and drowning. I will will not be going to the deepest depths of the ocean if you paid me millions of dollars. I will. I will, and do you know why? Why? Megalodons. Megalodons. You never know. Might see a giant jellyfish. They were around in the dinosaur times. Might see a giant alligator. Um, I haven't said this yet, but I love space. I love the thought of other... um, Aliens. Aliens. Like extraterrestrials. Yeah. I don't know if Um, I said that right, but it's fine. Other... Planets, planets like universes i just would love to go up there and see what's up there that would make my life really the ocean yeah. don't but don't disrespect the ocean just because the ocean's amazing you. i am not saying the ocean is not amazing it's an incredible place and i'm sure there's you know plenty of things to be discovered there that for somebody who's into that kind of thing, me, would, yeah, would be would be amazing. However, I'd much rather get in a little rocket and go up to space. All right. First of all, if you can't handle turbulence, you're not getting in a rocket. It's not happening. I don't mind turbulence. Really? Although I I, 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 I I do suffer vertigo, so actually it's probably not. Yeah. Although, do you know what? One of the reasons I don't say space is because it's not one of my fear. But like, when someone asks you, like, what's the worst way you could die? Mine would be like suffocation. Or, like, lack of oxygen to the... Okay. We're such a fun pair. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Mine would be, like, lack of oxygen, like, to the body, like, suffocation, like, not mm. being able to breathe. Imagine being shot up in space and you run out of oxygen. And you're just floating around space with no oxygen in your tank. Like, what are you going to do? I'd enjoy a very peaceful death in space. Although, to be honest, you could say the same about the ocean. Not when really. your oxygen tank runs out, then you drown. That's lack of oxygen to the body. That's, like, you know... Oh, my God, yeah, like, they're the same thing. Exactly. Really? Well, I'd still prefer to die in space. I'd still prefer to die in the ocean. Around. Do you know what? Actually, I'd prefer to die in space. Mm, actually, I don't know. <laughs> because if you think about it, dying in the ocean is literally flooding your lungs. Yeah, exactly. So it is kind of different. Yeah. Because you're intaking something. In space, you just can't breathe. You're not. I don't feel like they're yeah, Imagine that the feeling of, of not being able to Of course there is. Imagine the sensation of not being able to breathe. I think I'd just peacefully in, in, enjoy the stars. Also, <laughs> as as your body lacks oxygen, you start to get like dizzy and your yeah, vision you go goes narrow. Crazy. And imagine that. Mm, I'd yeah. hate it. Anyway, I don't. I don't. That's a different. Well, the question was if would you rather <laughs> explore space or sea, and we ended up turning into death. Sorry. Um, the last one is quite a funny one. We actually had a laughing fit. No, 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 no. Lauren had a laughing fit, and I <laughs> laughed because she was laughing. I did have a laughing fit about <laughs> this one yesterday. I don't know why. It's not even that funny. <laughs> she says laughing. So, 
Would you rather <laughs> have a tennis ball as a head or a watermelon? No, a tennis ball sized oh, head. Yeah. Oh, a watermelon no. sized head. Oh. Is that how you read it last night? No. Oh. <laughs> Personally, as I said last night, I would choose watermelon just because. To confirm, a watermelon sized head. Yeah. Not a yeah, watermelon. Yeah, a watermelon sized head. Right. It's the clo- it, like if you think about a tennis ball in comparison to our head in comparison to a watermelon, our heads are probably closer to a watermelon than a tennis ball. Yeah, I mean there's some big watermelons out there. Yeah, th- good point. Yeah. But what size watermelon are we talking? Don't know, a big one. I, mean, I, I still would choose watermelon because then you've got a big brain. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> you just have like thick, thick um, bones. No, you have to squish all your organs down to a tennis ball size. So you'd have to fill yeah, your space for a watermelon no, size. Yeah, that's not how it works. So there's but no benefits then, is there? It's just, do no. you want to look like a big watermelon? <laughs> do you want to look like a pea the head? Thing, the thing is, if you think about having a tennis ball-sized head, it would be so unproportionate to your body. <laughs> Imagine if you're like like mm. a really curvy person and like, you know, really like yeah. thick. Like imagine them just having a really small tennis ball head. And also, like, do other people still have normal heads? Because if you have a boy and you want to give them a kiss and they've got like a normal sized head and you're like, they're every really little tennis, tennis ball, ball head. They just end up kissing your whole lips. face. <laughs> then engulf you. It's like, <laughs> whereas if you're a watermelon, like, uh, at least your features will still be relatively decent. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. That's uh, a yeah, weird that's one. <laughs> Um, but that, that's it for our Would You Rathers. Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, took some weird turns. <laughs> During our mind-blowing fact segment of the podcast, mm. we would said that we get back to you on a few things. So we've done yes. some research, <laughs> um, tried to keep our promises. So Emma, can you tell us about the polar bear? So an average weight of a male polar bear is 450 kg. And an average weight of a female is 150 to 250 kg. Okay, so we just that have is to incredibly heavy. That's what a giant pig weighs. Yeah, that's insane. Although, weirdly enough, like, don't you think that polar bears are really muscular? Because muscle weighs more than fat. That, but also, like, how how do you walk around weighing that much? I mean, they're used to it, it. Although pigs have really thin legs. Yeah, like they're not. Like polar bears are built. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like they're chunky. And I think polar bears can run pretty fast. Yeah, they can. They can run. They can run as fast as like a like a brown bear. Wow, they must have some like mad gym, gym sessions. sessions. <laughs> <laughs> no, funny that we think of the same thing. Anyway, Lauren, Greenland sharks. How long do they live? So the Greenland shark lives an average of two hundred and fifty years, and it reaches its sexual maturity at one hundred and fifty. So it has a good one hundred years to <laughs> to find the one to you know. explore. You know, my favorite one. Yeah, the sloths. Mm. They have six vertebrae, so they have one less. Um, so basically, the position of the sloths' shoulders, pelvis, and ribcage are all like linked with one another. So, like compared to other animals, it's different. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then, so they still have six. They just don't have seven. And yeah. All other so animals because of that, um, their vertebrae is like a column down. Mm-hmm. So they, that's why they have six instead of seven. So they just, I feel like they just have, it's weird because I feel like they just have less space in their body. But then again, like giraffes have a massive neck and they have seven. And then there's really small animals that have seven. So yeah. that's not really a thing. But well, that's yeah. interesting. It's weird. Okay. It's weird.
that was a really fun podcast. I, I loved that. it. Yeah, that was really cool. Also, I just want to say that I feel like we were a lot more comfortable. Yep. And because I had some people say to me like that our podcast sounded a little bit like we didn't even know each other. Yeah. And maybe like a little bit monotone. So this week I said to my sister that we should really try to just be ourselves, be a little bit more comfortable, laugh a bit, have a joke. And I think that we did it really well. Yeah. You guys have to remember that this is a little bit out of our comfort zone. It's not yeah. something that we've done before. It's close to anything we've done before. Yeah. Um, and it's all a bit new to us. So, like, for example, in our first podcast, um, we tested a certain audio setup and then we weren't happy with it. So we invested in some different stuff yeah. and have put in some more time and research into our audio. And so for episode two and three, we've had a different setup, which has been high quality. And so we're still sort of trying to find... Us, us, you know? Yeah, so bear with us. We'll work yeah. on it. Um, but yeah. Well, re- we really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, though, because I loved it personally. It's been my like favourite podcast to actually record. Yeah, me too. Now we just need to plan podcast four, yeah. which is exciting. So if anyone has any suggestions, like please let us know. We normally plan like, our episodes like midweek, if not towards the end of the week, if we're busy. Um, so any suggestions, once again... Instagram DM, email, it's completely fine. We tried to take into consideration what you guys ask us because we want you guys to enjoy listening. And to be honest, we're happy to do anything. Yeah. Anything definitely. lighthearted, any debate, like, that's not too political. We're, we're happy to sit here and talk about anything. It's just, you know, we're practically just recording us having a conversation. It's just, you know, quality time with my sister, basically. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Thanks for joining our chit chat. We hope to see you next week for a new episode of the Chalk and Cheese Sisters podcast. You can follow us at the Chalk and Cheese Sisters on Instagram for updates and a Nudge at One Up podcast are released. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.